This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. I'm Dan Loney. Mukul Pandya, Knowledge at Wharton's Executive Director, Editor-in-Chief, and I spoke with David Lawrence, Founder and Chief Collaborative Officer of the Risk Assistance Network and Exchange. Joining us was Jay Clayton, Co-Managing Partner of the law firm of Sullivan and Cromwell, as well as Co-Head of the firm's Cybersecurity Group, about how to manage cybersecurity threats. They call for setting up a cyber threat commission, similar to the one for 9-11. David Lawrence explains what this commission can and should be. Out of the tragedy of 9-11, something very positive was created, a bipartisan group that brought together the information that said, we're going to go beyond blaming individuals and institutions, and we're going to try to set up a model by which risks such as these can be managed more effectively, efficiently, and that we don't have to wait for these big events before we respond. It is not your traditional government report. It's written in a very compelling narrative, and the basic proposition that Jay, I, and others have put forward, if we can undertake an effort like this after a crisis, why not do it before? Have we retreated then from the the aftermath of 9-11 where we had that great uh, sharing of information? Have we pulled back a little bit off of that? Well, I think um, there are difficult issues here about information <laughs> sharing and mm-hmm. privacy and what is the scope and reach of the government, what, what are the obligations of the private sector, what are the rights of citizens and enterprises. Those things have to be resolved. I think the point that J.I. and the other authors would make is that if we have a model where we can bring the best people together, we can analyze the situation, we can explain it in a clear narrative, and we can offer recommendations that all can adopt, why not do it in advance of a crisis? Looking to uh, some of the other factors that are related to cybersecurity, uh, we have seen such a huge proliferation of social media platforms like Twitter and Facebook. To what degree do you think these aggravate the problem and make it worse? Or could the seeds of solution lie within social networks? Well, I think you're right. It's both. Our interconnectivity is what has led to the magnitude of this problem. But it also means that making people aware of this problem is much easier. I mean, people recognize that their own information is quite vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Is the concern uh, also the fact that you've heard of, obviously, the big name incidents that have happened, but hacking incidents happen, and that maybe is why, David, it's not perceived as a quote-unquote crisis at this point? Some of the smartest minds have stated that one of the greatest thefts in the history of mankind has occurred around money, intellectual property, and uh, state secrets. Secondly, there's been a transference of a great amount of wealth, innovation, and knowledge that will start to appear, and that transference will be clear. And then third, what we have here are fundamental threats to our basic infrastructure, whether you refer to energy, transportation, health, finance, et cetera. The real question here is um, almost the human capacity to understand risk Mm -hmm. and want to respond in advance. And to Mukul's point just around social media, the one thing that did not really exist when the 9-11 Commission published was these wonderful networks of social media. And I don't think anyone has a monopoly on the expertise or the ideas. So the notion here, Dan, is can this risk not only be approached, managed, and done so on a bipartisan cooperative effort beforehand, but let's reach out to a lot of sources that ordinarily we could not touch who may very well have some very, very important input and ideas around this space. You both referred to the risk of cyber threats. And when we look at solutions to risks traditionally, uh, they have often come from the insurance industry. 
where do you see the insurance industry stand on dealing with cyber threats? And are there any solutions that you see that could help uh, mitigate part of the risk? Well, they are involved. But the question Dan asked about our knowledge of what types of incidents um, bears on that. You can only insure risks that you understand. There is a lack of data and information about what the risks are and what the effects are at the company level, which makes writing comprehensive insurance quite difficult. But I would think that if, you, if you're an insurance company and you're in this industry and you're used to having data at your fingertips to be able to assess risk, that even if you didn't have that data right now, you would want to go out and try and recruit that data right now because of the fact that this is not a small issue right now. No, and I think they very much are. And it's, yeah, right. look, I'm a, I'm a big believer in the value of the private sector and the contribution the private sector can, can make. And I'm, I'm hoping that insurance companies are able to step up their coverage limits, their uh, lack of exceptions to use insurance speak and, and get really involved here. It's still in its infancy, and um, AIG is one of the partners in our conference, mm -hmm. and uh, they've done a wonderful job in gathering data, but they have made it very clear there's a lot more work to be done. But the one thing I would like to emphasize is that not all loss is compensatable, and uh, some of this deals with some very, very important state secrets, intellectual property from companies that mm -hmm. they can't even begin to calculate yet. And then third, threats to the infrastructure. As we saw with 9-11 and the tragedies that yep. occurred and the disruption and the loss of life and opportunities and the broad psychological impact it had on people, you cannot value that in terms of dollars and cents. So insurance is a component to management of the risk, but by no means is this a, a majority of, of what is needed. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.